Welcome back, everybody. This is Ryan. And this is Patrick. This is episode four of the Assholes and Headphones podcast. This week we're talking about the self-titled album by Bayside Banger. from 2005, which Pat gave me to listen to for the last three horrifying weeks. <laughs> yes. And Greyhaven, Empty Black, which was a real winner for me this week. I... Uh, <clears throat> Ryan, you blew my mind. Yeah. But I don't want to spoil anything. So sit back, relax, or not. This is our conversation about uh, Empty Black by Grey Haven and Bayside by Bayside. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. I was actually asleep before that came on. And then that woke you up in the best way possible. Jesus you, Christ. You put that, that's now your alarm clock ringtone. Oh huh? my God. Is that a love song? You wake up with a boner every day. I used to do that anyway. And yeah. now there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. That thing, a bloody boner. I think I've used that before. Jesus. But, uh, <laughs> these guys are, these guys are fucking crazy. They're awesome, huh? Yeah. I uh, was almost immediately in love. And, uh, almost, We're talking about Greyhaven, oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah, Greyhaven. And that track, by the way, was Broadcast Network. Yeah. and I uh, was wondering about how you what you were going to think about that one. Because oh. it's one of the fucking wackiest. Yeah, and, you know, if we're just going to start off with these guys, let me just, I can break down basically this whole episode for everybody, if you're okay. on a time crunch, okay? Yeah. So, uh, you gave me Gravehaven, and yeah. uh, basically this guy um, got diddled by a priest at church, <laughs> and now he doesn't know how he feels about God, life, society, etc. There might be a little bit of drug use, you know, just Probably. sprinkled on top yeah. of that bad boy. And then uh, I gave you Bayside, and uh, that's about uh, this guy got his heart broken, and he yeah. wants to cut people's heads off, and uh, right. boom, we're done. Thanks so, for listening. Th- thanks for listening. But to go back to everything you said about Greyhaven, all of those things make for great artwork yeah great artwork great music really fucking like i don't know gut-wrenching provocative shit sometimes and the way it's delivered the way this band puts everything together is uh man it makes me want to dance makes me want to diddle myself (laughs) it makes me want to like headbang with the best of them and sometimes it makes me just want to sit and stare at the ceiling yeah it's fucking good shit um a lot of lyrically lyric lyrical stuff i don't really i'm uh, still gray on well yeah no i was uh as i was you know fumbling through the lyrics myself right i realized i i might have a tenuous grasp on the english language (laughs) because because there's a lot of shit you just i was like well (laughs) ryan picked this band again there's a theme to this podcast and that theme is ryan gives me shit i can't figure out and i give him the simplest shit ever well the funny thing is i don't have it figured out either i'm looking for help that's (laughs) the whole point of this podcast it's really just a call for help from me you're gonna find out i'm just a bystander here i was you were the wrong person to call yeah my brain doesn't work good <laughs> as I, far as this is concerned. I'm not smart person. I'm not smart person. I put stuff together. So, you know, lyrically there is, uh, it's mentioned a couple times, um, in this album, especially, uh, if I, if I were to say echo and dust part okay. one and part two, there's yeah. a two part song in here. The, Just halfway through the static. The I don't, what is the static? Are you talking about? Yeah. What's the static he's talking about? I, I I don't if I had to guess I would just say like the the general K 
chaos back and forth. The, there's no, I, I would say just in society or like the, the way that we, I think static's a great, at least for me, static's a great definition of just the way everything is. Everything is, it's either static, meaning when I hear static, I think like the TV, you know what I mean? Right. That, and that's where my head chaotic, goes. Right. right? Yeah. It's just like, no one knows what the fuck's going on. And as soon as you think you do, it's, it's going backwards or, or something could, could mean though static in the sense of just nothingness, like not moving. And I think I kind of was, was going back and forth on that. And of all, maybe, the- maybe it's one and the same either. It's just chaos that doesn't go anywhere. That's fair. I mean, I know that might seem like a simple lyric to pull out of there to be the most hung up on, but for some reason, I I I just kept like it seems so simple, but it seems so far away. Like I couldn't grasp it. Maybe maybe that's just what I was thinking too between like echo and dust because immediately went to the TV. It's dust on the TV and it's got that sound. It's just an echo throughout the house. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe I mean that's I'm sure that is like way off from what they meant, but it's kind of a fun little salt and pepper reference to that whole thing. Like I was who's winning, the salt or the pepper? <laughs> Both? <laughs> it's no a 50, one? 50 really. Well, when these guys come on for the follow-up, we'll we'll run it by them, just see what they Yeah, think. when we sit with them and and just tell them I I found this band I don't know, like probably 6 7 months ago, something like that. I don't know. I, it was just one of the things I stumbled across, like we all do, <clears throat> and just I fell in love with it. I didn't dive into it. It was just the sound of the whole album together. And honestly, I avoided this album for about three weeks. It was like suggested on Spotify, suggested on this, and then I think um, I saw him on Instagram somehow. I think the algorithms were all just telling me over and over, <laughs> you need to listen to this shit. You know, I'm going to get away from and this, I, but I, I haven't researched like who the band members are, like what they're, who they're associated with or anything. It was just this one album. I know they have one other one. I don't know if it's an album or if it's just an EP or what it is. It, was it just might an be EP. a single, but um, <clears throat> it just, it, it, it got me. This one got me. And I thought you would, you would dig it. I'm trying to pick shit that, I think you would dig as well as be new. Yeah. But um, on this one, that's what I was thinking. But well, I got to say, you, you knocked it out of the park as far as if we're just focusing on picking an album I would love. Because this is it. Yeah. Like, my dick blew off. Just <laughs> clean off my body. When the, I, that first song, Sweet Machine, or Sweet Machine, the album, the, the first lyric says, like, skin like a Texas boar hide with chemical grins and gleaming badges out. That sounds like a fucked off Texas cop to me. Yes. Yeah. I like that. He's just a fucking asshole Texas police officer. Maybe. No, I like that because I would, you know, that's a, definitely a lyric I you focus on, especially since it's the opening lyric. Yeah. Then there's a whole lot, like in more in that that first verse or that first section and it almost just feels like uh just like thoughts like 
single line. I don't know how they're all connecting with each other. Which is a, a trend where I think you even described like maybe this band as a little every time I die-ish. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, parallels there. Yeah. And he I has a tendency. It gets a little crazy like that too. So I, I could see people listening, connecting those two for sure. Yeah. Because I, I mean, they lyrically do have a tendency <laughs> to just throw out some one-liners. Yeah. But don't, if you try and connect them together, they don't necessarily And maybe work. they do if you're writing it. But as a listener, which is what we are, it's it's kind of hard. Yeah. Or you just don't know right off the bat. But uh, the lyric that says in that song called, it says, drying out our mouths, but we've got such great dental. <laughs> you know that one? Yeah, it's coming right here. <laughs> and I like how it does break down, right? Oh, yeah. So that's the chorus of this same same song for everybody. <laughs> the way he uh, sings that part right there just made me think System of a Down. Yeah, the way he just there's a lot there's a lot of that like uh, that was what caught me about it is that, like in this whole album the way he's like delivering these lyrics they get really yeah System of a Downy super like almost the way you make your voice sound when you're like like you're joking you're, almost you're, yeah you're you're mocking somebody yeah <laughs> like that he's singing it like that it's pretty cool but uh that one got me it says you know drying out our mouths but we've got such great dental it's like <laughs> what does he mean by drying out i'm thinking it metaphorically i think this guy's writing from like a really big broad idea of everything but i think this drying out our mouths is a way of like um taking the honesty or the purity out of our thoughts and our words and just you're there's no moisture to what you're saying anymore you're just kind of like you're turning into okay. a robot turning into like you're going through the motions but you've got great dental so life is good so it's you know like that's where it's a it, cynical it, yeah it's cynical. a cynical way of of talking about like you you've found a spot where you feel comfortable and you're you're working in the system. You're part of the system and, you know, fuck it if you have an opinion because whatever, you know. For sure. And it's sad. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a sad way to be. Well, the whole <laughs> album, as I listen to it, and you're, you're really focusing on the lyrics especially, you're like, you do feel a sense of pain from this guy. Like, the overwhelming theme for me is this God and society is at like out to get him like i feel like he got diddled i don't know how else to go with I mean, this maybe i feel like i don't i don't know if he got really... fucked by god i just yeah. feel this overwhelming sense of that over that overlying theme for the whole album i don't sense. know if i feel like he got fucked over by god i don't know man i feel like he just i want to know so i feel bad. like he's just a, he's just bummed because he sees everything being not as good and honest and real as it could be everywhere. Yeah, I guess that's and fair. And it's just, it just kind of I mean, maybe he got diddled by God. I, don't I just keep picturing know. God literally fucking him. Yeah. <laughs> that's I think, fun for me. <laughs> that's fun for me. And that's where you're gonna go with that. All right, cool. It's a literal thing for me. I, uh, but I do feel a, a, just an overwhelming sense of like the pain, which makes music good. Yeah. I mean, if he was I, and happy yeah, to, and the the pain or the I. I just see him being bummed. It's or a like, bummed thing, like huh? another another that same song, um, another paycheck, another gut check. Yeah, another paycheck, another gut check. Like 
he's mad at the system, mad at like just that's definitely you're falling into this this rut and why he's mad at the system I don't know or what what specific part I don't know but I could see it being just having frustration or just irritation or just being fucking just fed up with seeing the monotonous crowds of the nine to five and then back home and then the nine to five again and the back home because you're you're falling in line and you're doing what you need to do and the you know um maybe it it says this institution's ammunition has a way with us dude see he's talking about institutionalizing your 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 way and at least this song specifically like and that was one of my notes was the standout of that lyric it's also interesting how many how the song can start out real heavy and kind of come back to that like half step kind of breakdown Mm -hmm. where it's like ambient in a sense and slow down and then it's just these guys have a way of speeding up picking up breaking down soft heavy yeah, they def. I mean, they definitely all in one find, song. They definitely find that that balance between the the calm, the melodic, like the clean vocals versus the the screaming. Um, but when they're screaming, it's honest. It's not forced. I mean, it's oh, yeah. real and it's it's intense. But when he's singing, it's pure too. You know what I mean? It just feels honest. Everything about this feels honest. And if anything, I guess that's the word I've been looking for. Is, the music feels honest and it feels like an honest frustration against the fake society that we're living in. Okay. I guess. All right. You win this battle, but uh, the war has not been won. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know that I'm fighting a war with you, but <laughs> I just the, hate it when I'm when I'm like, okay, the, you're changing my, my, mean, my perception, but that's why you have the discussion because... But your only argument was that he got diddled. So... <laughs> pretty valid. <laughs> pretty valid. Pretty valid point there. Okay. I don't know. But they, he does talk about they like to play with guns. They like to play with God. See that? That doesn't tell me he got diddled. That tells me he's talking about the fucking the the I Uncle Sam. The I should have waited for my religious argument uh, less on this song. <laughs> okay. This track specifically. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, you are right. Later you, on, yeah. Objectively, you this, you're on right this, on this track. Yeah, yeah, you are right. Like to play with guns, play with God. They're playing the the religion's controlling everything. Um. The rights to own a gun, things like that. Like they're playing with these ways of giving you enough to feel like you have control, but you're not in control of anything really. Um, you, you can be free to feel however we want you to feel. That's right. Basically. Absolutely. I think what it's all getting down to on this one. And I think they like to play with guns. They like to play with God is was in my head as I slept for a week and a half straight. (laughs) Yeah. It's just the most, you know, it's one of those two lines that just sticks out of this album because it's just... He, re- he repeats it quite a bit at the end and he's not only singing it, he's screaming it. Yeah, and it's catchy. It. Yeah. And it's one of those things you just can't get out of your head. Mm-hmm. In it, or I couldn't get out of my head. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it, Ryan. I'm trying <laughs> to sleep over here. I got a job, okay? I got to get some, you, gotta some rest. Clean a fucking carburetor now. <laughs> you motherfucker. But it, it, <laughs> you fucking dick. And when I first heard it, I wasn't sure if he was... I was like, is he saying guns and then God? Sometimes you're like, does he say God and God? Is he saying God over and over? Is he yeah. saying guns over and over? It, which, as silly as that is, I like because you're like, no, I, I like it too. I don't, I don't, I don't list or look up or read lyrics until like at least two or three times through through an album. 
because I like to just like pick it out because I, you know, you used to not even be able to do that. Right. Remember how annoying it was album. when you had a cassette that didn't have oh, the, God. the lyrics and yeah. the liner notes? You just, like, it's just like a couple fucked off pages of them partying. You're like, you fucking assholes. I don't even know what you're saying. You now. know, we can't understand you. And then you feel like your dad at the time because I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> but. <laughs> But you still like it. Um, For the record, I've heard some softer music where I can't understand what they're saying. Yeah. So that argument sometimes makes me mad. Yeah. Oh, he's screaming. I can't hear what he's saying. I mean, I've heard shit like what? like Sarah McLaughlin type music where they're saying and their vowels are just all f- like worse than grunge singers vowels. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did you just say? Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's it's not just rock. But no. yeah. Um, but I'd like to go a couple times through the album before and then see what my impre- if my impression was different right because um it does also change when you there's read it. accents and there's how people talk and i think that's a whole other element of the vocal side of music that is really cool because it's it's almost like you're talking or hearing another person from another area speak right so if there is an accent or something while they're singing it's it's like you're talking to somebody from england you got to get used to that shit so For if sure. you're going to listen to the rest of the album you have to know like if he's Australian, he puts R's in everything. Well, who would have thought? You know, grunge era. Yeah. Where was that guy from? Mars? I don't know. He's probably from like... Northwest, huh? Yeah. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> the Midwest. He's from the Midwest. No. Well, did, now, did Eddie you know Vedder's these guys... from the Midwest. What's that? Eddie, Eddie Vedder's not from the Midwest. No. I don't think he's so. From, he's from rainy Seattle, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's aside from the point. Did you know now uh, that these guys, Greyhaven, is from Louisville, Kentucky? No. But I found that kind not, of interesting because it wouldn't be it doesn't surprise me where I would guess if I had just heard the 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 band I wouldn't have thought that but right. after seeing pictures of them I'm not surprised so the the lead singer <laughs> let's let's just touch base since you brought it up okay interesting look he's got yeah what's up with the mustache and the beard uh, scraggle that he's I don't, got going on I don't know um he's he's trying hard with it I don't hate it it's very rock and roll for me but it's very southern rock and roll for me which is a thing yeah it's got a they they've just got a really big like what is it not give a fuck long hair dirty they god they all have mustaches yeah don't they? at least in this picture they all do yeah it's an interesting <laughs> classy i mean i listen yeah to- i mean after you see the picture of them fuck they look like they're from kentucky they do they look like moonshiners mm-hmm. but they also look nothing like I listened through the album maybe one or two times and then I looked up a YouTube video and I was like, what? Like what? Like literally what? They look like everything you would think like, everything you'd think they'd they'd look like during the screamy crazy parts, they look like that. But the, the singer softer parts, hmm. wouldn't have expected that. I, uh, no? I don't even We're know totally that I. We're totally judging a book by its cover right now. This is I what am. we do. Well, yeah, this is, this is what yeah. we do here. We're here to make our bold asshole opinions. <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe it's specifically they he, they released a single, and the, that was the YouTube video I saw. It's a, All candy? Ju- yeah. One? Okay. And he's got the uh, those gla- those sunglasses on, and he looks like he should be singing a Leonard Skinner song. Okay. Yeah. Not this. Okay. That's, I think, where I'm lost. Yeah. Or not lost, but where I was just like, what? They've got a real, like, southern southern rock, like what? What worked for grandpa and dad will work for me kind of vibe. Absolutely. I don't need to do this new screamy shit. I yeah. can just do the older shit. And as I'm looking just while we're talking at a, just the, the full band, I'm looking at them. This isn't 
I expect a more of a grunge album out of the, these guys with yeah. a southern rock influence, right? Than whatever you would describe this as. But it's I'd hate lots to, of flannel. Yeah, lots of flannel, lots of long hair. These these guys look like me. Yeah, I can smell <laughs> them through the through the internet. I like that shit. That shit is good. That's why I like them. The the lead singer's vocal abilities are in top tier. I would say he's in the top tier. Of everything you can do. Yeah, I mean, there's a, even some parts where there is a guttural, like, growl on these songs. Like, oh, like that. Yeah. And then the super clean, what I would assume is on pitch, nice singing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I'm not a vocalist, right. but I, I would, it sounds fucking nice. He just has that, opinion. the ability to have that kind of range, not necessarily high to low notes, that kind of range in uh, vocal styles. Right. You and I would, s- I think he, I mean, I would assume he's doing all of them, but I don't know. Yeah, I did just make an assumption there. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that some of the, some of the other guys are doing some of the other vocals. I don't know. Um, Something to look into. That might change my opinion. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's not doing it all. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> he. Um, what do you think? The did you think about the title of the album at all? Empty black. Yeah, I think it. I mean, it certainly the the title matches the feel. Okay. Because that's how I feel. Like he's. He's empty. There's nothing. Oh, like personally. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. he's... Empty and black inside. You know, if you go back to the last episode we had, um, without a crutch, nobody. Yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of that same, that, that feeling of those lyrics as an album. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like, I feel genuinely, I want to stand by my earlier statement. That he was... It's not just cynicism. I think he's a little broken. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I feel that way. I, I feel mean, like I'd, he's hurting, and he's he's lost, and uh, this is how he's dealing with it. So you went real personal on that shit. You yeah, went I right fi- to the core on that shit, didn't I, you? I did. I think it, maybe that's why I like the album so much. Maybe, huh, maybe maybe I'm projecting my personal feelings. Maybe you are. Maybe you're empty and black in there, Pat. I don't know I sh- what's going on. And maybe that's why I have writing See, credits it, on this album. <laughs> that's it's super small. It's at the bottom, <laughs> at the but bottom. you're there. Put in there. Yeah. No, I mean, I I didn't really d- take the, the title name into consideration until after the first couple songs, listening back to it and stuff like that. Um, but Empty Black for me, I, w- I went to like uh, Black for some reason. I, still, I thought like Oil. Okay. Like Empty, but mainly because that first song, I was stuck on the system, like the... Mm. The fucking Uncle Sam and the in the the way of putting you down, you're stuck in the thing. So empty black, meaning the oil sucking like the. Holy shit! Is your brain work on a different plane than mine? Probably. I mean, like I, I don't know. I'm thinking like you're pulling fossil fuels that are black out of the earth, right? Right. It's it's an empty kind of soulless action because we're making gasoline out of it, which we just burn and. It's it's a money thing. We all know there's more like uh, better and more efficient ways of fuel and, and energy, but we're still doing that because that's what makes money and that's what right. the whole fucking system's based off of. And we're just and that's depressing in and of itself. <laughs> so maybe well, there's, yeah, there's, I mean, you're saying the same thing, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe there's more, more to, or maybe that's. I mean, it could be heroin too. I guess right. Well, there was a couple times. Black tar heroin. It could be. There's a couple. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's some drogas use in there. I don't know. I don't know. Let me get a little close up on this guy's veins. <laughs> Check it out. Yep. Track marks. A little bit veinish. 
He looks like a junkie. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it, I didn't really think of it any further than the obvious, which maybe is uh, sometimes not a good thing for me. Like, I, I come to a conclusion, and I'm like, okay, next. I guess I just kind of, I mean, I, the obvious for me was not. Was it too obvious? When I'm, the obvious to me wasn't brokenhearted, especially by the sound of the music. The sound of the music was really like, it seems like it's got some fucking confidence behind it, okay. some power behind it. Um, the, the way he's screaming, the way everything, the way the music's put together. I mean, that guitarist didn't just fucking strum, and he's fucking getting it on some of those on blemish, oh, yeah. like the the second track. The uh, let's see, yeah, just the chorus and the guitar, the way the lyrics are delivered, makes me kind of want to fucking dance on that one. It's I, I don't know. Do, 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 do. is like I don't know maybe he's heartbroken I think he's having a little bit of fun too yeah I gotta say I, I want him here badly <laughs> love that yeah and that little guitar thing. yeah good shit break apart the earth too he's was I mean yeah, that's a good point. See, that plays into it. I didn't it. even catch that till right now, but yeah, break apart the earth and something, something. Just something. made your own argument for Fucking yourself. Ain't <laughs> He's over there going, bitch, I was just heartbroken. Stop reading into my shit so much. Wouldn't that be <laughs> funny, though, if like we could get these guys on here and you know, and you break this down and you have this fairly in-depth thought about it. We just it. listen to us talking again and they're like, oh, fuck, you guys are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Really? They're like, Patrick was right. We were just sad. <laughs> Patrick we were just was right. sad. We were in a void. We Look made this at really these late veins, yeah. motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. We pulled a balloon out of my anus and we <laughs> did all that black tar. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I Probably not. If that's the case, well, at least you know your music's more thought-provoking than that. Well, I mean, honestly, I hope you're right because um, <laughs> mine, mine are like overly simplified explanations or views. Yeah, I don't know. But... I uh, I love it. White lighters is a slower one. It's so fucking good. I have you a don't like it? Confession to make. Oh, this is going to be a fucking trend. I know it. I can feel it already. What? You listen a to the whole fucking album? Yeah. Got about halfway through. White lighters played. Uh huh. Yeah, I fucking listen to that song like every day for six months. <laughs> it's just a random song in my liked song playlist on Spotify. Huh? Again. Again, you I think this is I the third episode in a row. Yeah. Where, yeah, sure it, happen, it happened on those other guys the last time. Sleep Token. Yep, Sleep Token. You know, I had. Sleep I token just song. had one random Sleep Token mm-hmm. off a different album than you suggested. It was huh. off another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. This one, it was White Lighters. Huh. And uh, I like that song a lot. And it's a the one song out of this album that's completely different than the rest. Yeah, it's a lot more, uh, what would you say, just structured it's, and slower? It's like, like more traditional song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not nearly as heavy. Uh, if it probably could be played on the radio, uh, good if, song. If it didn't seem like it was about somebody shooting up heroin, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of sad about. Not that that's ever stopped a song think, from getting right, on the radio. That's true. But I think, I mean, I don't know, but I think this it strikes me as a song about a girl shooting up who's addicted, can't get out of it. No, I, I totally agree with you on that one, and uh, I think we're on the same page there. Mm-hmm. 
But again, I think that's because that song is a little more literal, a little more traditional yeah. than the rest of the album. It's kind of spelling it out. If it's not that way, he's using that imagery to say something completely different, um, or not completely different, but but different than that. But he's using the addiction and the poking holes in yourself idea to right. convey that, which we wouldn't know. I don't know. I, I think all in all, though, it's a really good song. Yeah. It, it's interesting that it wasn't a song I felt like I was going to dive into this album, obviously, because I never heard any of the rest right. of the album. You listened to that and you thought, cool, that's cool, I like the song. Just a little bit of the, again, I hate to keep saying ambient, but... Atmospheric. Atmospheric, thank yeah. you. Because you know. ambient wouldn't have anything going on, but it would right. just be humming. But it just definitely paints a picture. You know, you just ran a bath. Yeah. There's some candles going. For sure. Just going to lay down, shoot up really quick, see <laughs> if I make it. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> oh, shit. Right here. Yeah, it's it's powerful. It's definitely powerful. But I like that drum, whatever that... Yeah, It's like he's circling his, mm-hmm. his toms left to I right. I like that, too. I don't know. There's, there's parts about music that I don't know the... The nomenclature, the, the well, that the, was a six-stroke stroke roll, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that all that is. So, again, it's me saying I just like the sound of that. Well, but it catches, it catches me, and I like that. Do you know what a the next song, Kappa River Child? Do you know what a Kappa is? I actually didn't look it up, but I kept thinking of it because yeah. I fucking love this song. <laughs> good, good. Can you tell? Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? A Kappa. This. When I looked over the, the track layer, when I first listened to this, I was just scanning through the song titles and stuff. Kappa got me. A kappa, or a kappa, is actually a it's a Japanese um, mythical creature. Interesting. And, which I've drawn numerous versions of and tried to talk people into getting tattooed on them, but no one... No one's got the balls, baby. Hold on a second. Anyway. I'm going to look it up because I, I want to say in a totally unrelated context you've told me about this kappa you've probably heard of it on the other cast i think i have i think you've talked about it for people who don't know a kappa uh, the the title of this song is kappa and then in parentheses river child so uh, a kappa is a like turtle a humanoid turtle creature with long hair that has a bowl in the top of its head that holds water um and they live on the, on the river in the rivers and on the river banks and they do that because the water is the life source life source of this creature so they always have to have water in the in the top of their head <clears throat> um they what they eat they're known to eat uh cucumbers and children little children did you say cucumbers and cucumbers. little ch- and little yeah. children cucumbers and little children in the stories and they they have others they eat other stuff too but mainly cucumbers and children so that's like and, 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 you know, youngling people. So, and they're really like mischievous. Think of like a 22 year old, like a 17 to 23 year old, I'd say person that's just like out of fucking control, but enough to like, you're not making childish decisions. You're, you're fucking, you'll be respectful when you need to be respectful, but you're just fucking out of control, drinking and partying, fucking whatever. That's a cap. But hmm. they're, um, so like there's stories of um mothers that would they they when you have a child if you live near a river you write the name of your child on a cucumber and you sacrifice it into the river ever so often 
and you do that so if by chance your child is playing next to the river and a kappa comes across your child it will see your child and say up oh, i've already been given a cucumber as in replacement for you so i won't eat you so they would like throw cucumbers with their children's names into the thing right and it's like just like appeasing the gods type of a thing but then kids were also taught hey if you're ever by the river and you uh you come across a kappa the best thing to do is you bow all the way you show respect you get down on your knees hands on the hands on the ground you bow you put your fucking nose to the ground by doing that and you you show respect because a kappa will always show respect back right so he then or they it then it then would then bow as well but by bowing all the water will then fall out of the bowl in their head in which case they become super weak and almost dying which means they need to go back to the river to get water so in the time it takes them to go back to the river the child can get up and run away and escape and not be eaten japanese uh, culture is fucking bananas oh it's fucking awesome there's so many cool stories like that but yeah the kappas like if you if you see pictures of them depicted like old old paintings new paintings anything a lot of times they'll be holding just like a cucumber with a bite taken out of it or they're like this one's got a human arm on google right exactly human arm yeah it's a child's arm i bet yeah does it look kind of like a kid's arm this is a big old fucking arm on this one this one might be well, it's a big old a kid. wrestler or something <laughs> this one's hugging a cucumber see there you uh, go Interesting. which is funny too because oftentimes like they hug the cucumber and it looks like a giant dick that they're holding on to it does because they're green creatures and then the cucumber's green so it looks like a big like warty dick that they're holding on to so fucking which weird. is also really phallic and awesome awesome about like well the i think it's cool i think it's cool as shit they're not afraid to draw dicks and in, in that stuff so no and there's there's uh if you do google it there's just all sorts of uh, diverse versions of it this one's got its head down and its butthole out yeah yeah oh See, no that's someone bathing that's not the kappa very interesting oh oh that's the other thing they they eat you by going into your butt they eat you from the asshole first they, they start at your asshole and they eat you they eat out your ass basically your whole body out of your asshole which is very appropriate for the title of this podcast right. so. <laughs> there you go and yeah this is called kappas in headphones <laughs> yeah. yeah this is what that is yeah, that's kind of, that's interesting. Yep. So, I mean, obviously there's some references to wa- the river in here. Right. And, uh, oops, skip this song. And here. maybe the maybe the river child, I mean, maybe they grew up on the river. Maybe he's talking about himself. Maybe he's talking about a person grown on the river. Or I'd be interested to, to hear from them, the, you know, w- how they came to this. Yeah. Like, what was the reason? I mean, the, the opening lyric is, I crawl into the river. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, a, it's just a glassy maze. I don't know, but a new sky hovers above me. Can't recognize anything. See this, this one really puts you just in a place, but it, when I'm reading and listening, I just find myself like picturing where the fuck he's at. I'm not really understanding. It's more of a painting a picture of the yeah. place and less of the con concept of what he's trying to say at or, least or imply at, at this moment in time. Yes. Ask me in, two months and might i might have grasped something but i don't know this is all just right now it's a good Tre- song trespassed in old clothes from a time i'm without seven eyes on me now oh. it's 
fucking heavy and good, man. Yeah, you can't not like that. You can't not like this song. I think this song was a standout for me just just because of he could have screamed anything. <laughs> he could. I mean, I'm being he honest. Could be Let's, reciting fucking like chocolate chip cookie recipes, and you're you got it. Didn't matter that snare drum, the way it's all it's fucking blast good beats and then like yeah. nah, I wouldn't call them traditional blast beats, but blast beat esque. But it just had that sound, the the tempo, just everything about it. I know. We wanted to just. I'm sure there's a lot here. Like I'm, I'm, I don't like. I keep saying this. I don't know, but I really feel like this guy is writing from a much deeper part, maybe that he doesn't even know about. But I mean, it says, uh, "Let's see." In all, in the haze, eyes with hunger on me. And I wonder if this is what death feels like, suffocating out in the open air, drowning in an empty sea. I mean, be talking about a river child or somebody that needs water, he could just be talking about a Kappa who doesn't have the water in his head anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe it's like... So that's interesting. He's, he's suffocating in open air. The air's here. All you got to do is breathe, but there's no water in his head or he's not in the river, so he's fucking suffocating. Uh, maybe there's something more to that. I don't know if fuck. I think it's interesting if it did have something to do with the Kappa because I would say 70, 70% of the population it doesn't know what the fuck that is. Way uh-huh. higher. Way higher. Yeah. American population. American population, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I actually didn't look it up. Uh, for whatever reason, as much as I saw a word I didn't know what it meant, I just yeah. figured it's just a fucking word. I, don't, I, didn't, I yeah. didn't think it was a, a, a specific thing. Right. Never thought to look it up. There now, what if the the song means something so directly related to that? Yeah, what if that it's just you would never know? You'd never know <laughs> if you didn't know what a fucking kappa was. <laughs> right? I can never eat a cucumber again, not without writing your name on it. No, first. fuck. Show up to a house party with a cucumber. Next with time my you're name. down at the Ogden River, you better fucking <laughs> throw a cucumber into that bitch. If you're down at the Ogden River, you better have some a nine millimeter <laughs> and a cucumber and a cucumber <laughs> just in case. Oh, fucking crackheads and cucumbers. I just thought about another fucking story about a cucumber it's totally different i think i already talked about it on the other cast uh, you know what sounding is we're gonna get off this uh, album for a minute and talk about this for because this can't go untalked about unspoken okay sounding but let me let me preface this um a woman who is a uh physician's assistant in seattle told one of my clients about this story about a guy who came in and had managed to get an entire cucumber inside of his pee hole. How? Think about that. I can't. An average size. I hope to God it was at least an English cucumber. I don't know. They're much smaller. Average size cucumber is what she said. They tried to extract said cucumber, but because of what he had done to himself, his dick split like a hot dog all the way down. They had to cut it off. Just the dick. The urethra was destroyed. The nerve endings are destroyed. The muscle's fucking gone. It's inoperable, flappy piece of skin at this point. So they cut it off, and he has a pee bag for the rest of his life. Now, here's what's interesting is this guy obviously has some sort of fetish. It's called sounding. Oh, that's that's what the sounding that's is. That's what the I'm fetish. talking about. There are sound there. It's a whole thing that, yeah, I know had me fucked up for months, Pat. Yeah. Just the saying. visual I just There's had. There's a, there are rods called sounding rods that are like, they're used in the medical field to like, you know, probe the urethra and all that shit. Right. right? But they're, it's t- obviously turned into a fetish. They have like 
it looks like a really long ear gauge. Wow. So you can gauge up your pee hole. Wow, that's so now this guy's lost his dick because of this. He already has some weird ass fetish. He feels he needs to do that shit. No dick to do it with now. And he He's... still has his balls. Oh, bet that looks weird. Think about but now it's because you still have your balls, you're still gonna want to fuck. Oh, he's screwed. But you don't like he has I no can't stimuli. imagine he's there's any to way to stimulate it, yeah. Your frenulum's gone. Yeah. Big word. That is a big word. Yeah. You I'm must have done some fucking yeah. yeah that's I, know nice. my, I know my frenulum. Anyway. I know my frenulum. <laughs> yeah, I hope. <laughs> we all should know our own frenulums. Ugh. That is some weird shit. Yeah, so don't get into that. And if you are into it, like just just do it safely. Don't put a fucking cucumber up there. Like at the most, an English cucumber. At the most, or maybe a baby carrot. Whatever, <laughs> or the cucumbers <laughs> that turn into the baby pickles. Yeah, are those? those is are, that an English ca- it, cucumber? It's what even is smaller that? than an English cucumber? An English cucumber is just a little, you know, about the same length as a regular cucumber, just not as much girth. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know. Oh, and they're delicious. <laughs> I had no <laughs> <They're> idea. <delicious. laughs> Fucking weird, yeah. huh? Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna ever eat a, a, a cucumber again, but you know. Next time you are, just before you cut it up, just think about if you could get that in your pee hole. Wow! I, what you'd have to do to make that's that a lot happen. of stretching along the way to make that happen. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Anyway, back to the music. <laughs> back to the music. So there, there is a a, a song on here. Um, grab it. Shit. You carry on while I grab it. Way to go, Pat. I don't know where you're going with this one. Sorry, I locked my phone and then I lost my, lost my spot. Crap. Crap. Is it 10 dogs? It, that's why I want to. 10 dogs? I think it was 10 dogs. Here's the problem. My notes got a little scrambled. So You spilled milk on them? <laughs> cucumber, milk on milk. cucumber juice. Yeah. Um, Ten Dogs, Red Heaven, that was the first single off this album, or the only single off this album, I think. Which is interesting how singles work now, because this is not on the radio. No, not How do singles work? They just... They're just picking a song they've, they've, they've yeah. chosen. It kind of irritates me, to be honest, because I was such an album guy. A lot of times I wouldn't even listen to a single when it came out because I wanted, and the singles were meant to go on the radio to get you hyped for right. the album drop. And now you don't have to do that. Um, you just drop the album. But so many bands now are just releasing like six singles and then a 10 song album with those six singles on it. And it's like, fuck, man, I don't like that. But I get it. I know why. Because so many people, just like you were saying, they like a song, put it on their list. They're not. They don't give a fuck about the album. They're just going to hear the song. Absolutely. So, and I'm totally guilty of it because mm-hmm. obviously, like we said, this is the perfect example, but the, the white, white lighters, I don't know that it was a single that they chose. I don't uh, think it was either, but that had to be after the album was released. But that, just, I mean, that is, it just isn't uh, representative of the, the whole album. No. Like had I heard, uh, 10 dogs or Kappa or one yeah. of those, I would have been like, Whoa, I want to hear more of this. White yeah. lighters was like, Oh cute. I like that at the shop. It's nice. I like the way it's listening. It's a nice, easy, easy listening. Jam. Yeah, it's nice. When I'm working, I can just have that in the background and feel good about life. <laughs> but, uh, then when I, so when it popped on halfway through this album, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know this, what? 
didn't make any sense there to are me. towards the the latter half of this album other than broadcast network though it it gets pretty i don't want to say chill because it's not chill but not as intense yeah it gets intense in a in a in a deeper way i guess you'd say not right. so much in your face it's not yelling in your face it's right like we've we've yelled in your face and now we're we did all, the work we're now we're all sitting down because we're tired yelling but we're still still telling you some serious shit so, all right so we're not gonna up. yell anymore all right i don't want to sound like a dad but i fucking am and i can't i was just it. gonna say yeah you Look, missed that you fucked up but we're gonna keep talking about this <laughs> all right god damn it well i mean the 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 ending of echo and dust part two which is the end of the album was an amazing finishing track. And it was almost like they've made a miniature rock opera. Like (laughs) I know that's a terrible way to explain it, but because it's not a rock opera at all, but I don't know. It just, it's not as like the, the tempo's not as heavy or as fast. It's not as insanely in your face as some of the other tracks, but it finishes just so, I don't know. It's like they're telling a story. Like, mm-hmm. it's a little weird that part one wasn't the first track. Um, because I like symmetry. Yeah, well, there's a symmetry thing, but then it also begs the question: like, is this a is this a concept album that we're right. just not getting? Um, and maybe that's where I'm going. Maybe, concept maybe album less getting, than rock opera. I'd like to replace. And maybe the Sweet Machine being the first album or the first song. Maybe it is the that's the opening act, you know what I mean, of this concept that we're talking about. Right. I don't know. I don't it, know. Again, that's where there's. We so just want to dive into, th- but maybe I don't. I don't want to know from these guys. I just like it the way it is, the way I think it is. I can't think of a specific song, but I know there's been plenty over the years where they interview an artist after like 20 years of silence. Right. We want the listener to. And then they tell you where actually tell you what it's about. What what we're and you're like, well, I fucking hope you guys die. Yeah, I hope the band breaks up. So much more important (laughs) to me before. Yeah, like ah. But I mean, I think a lot of people like that because they feel like they get closure on like what's been giving them purpose or what the song that they go back to and uh, like Strawberry Fields. How many people you know with with that song? Then they figure out, oh, your arms got a rash on it or whatever, you know, or whatever. Is that really what it is? I think so. Yeah, I, never really I mean, did. don't don't quote me on that because Billy's right upstairs. And she would fucking bust. You don't want to get a Beatles up. fan mad. They're no. like worse than CrossFitters. Is it, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pick up a kettlebell, bash Jesus your fucking face Christ. with it. Jesus Christ. Telling you. I mean, I know the Beatles were influential, but God, how many times you got to hear? Tell the Beatles were a huge influence. Okay. Ringo was a shitty drummer. That's all I know. And really, it's like we, we've had time to stew on that shit. Right. You know? They're they, just influencing the other bands they influenced at this point. Can we stop going all the way makes, back to them? Makes you wonder, you know, if if bands like now came out then with the accessibility of this music, right? And the way that um, because because music is so accessible now, it's it's. I don't think it takes on as an important part of people's lives as it did before. Well, no, you had a lot going, uh, less going on, period, in your life because you didn't have yeah. information in general was less available. Right. And then obviously there, the there music was, itself. Everything's still going on, but your accessibility to the media and to new music was Well, yeah, if you, there, if you yeah. lived in Iowa and you had three records, right? you know, like 
you're gonna sit there over and over. You got nothing mm-hmm. else to do. You're just staring at cows and cornfields yeah. and shit. Yep. There wasn't a so. Given that perspective, if if any of the bands nowadays got the type of coverage that the Beatles got, right? Like, well, your brain would explode. <laughs> You'd have a fucking stroke. Could you imagine? Ooh, fuck. No, I couldn't. I can't. I mean, I I, can't. I, 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 it, I, obviously anything. If you went back in time and all yeah, this shit we and have you now, apply something now to then it, it would it would blow your brain up. But um, I don't. It, that's where I I like looking at like this kind of music or music from the two thousands on because I, I although I fucking you know. The, those are classics and they're classic for a reason right know, because they're fucking great and they will always be great but um i didn't grow up with it you know what i mean i i i won't we, we want to talk about on this podcast albums that we grew up with which <laughs> in some cases unfortunately was the email fucking scene and you know a lot of the fucking scene and the the that shit was fuck that was our early 20s you know what i mean or well like that's why music is, you have to 20s. look at it uh subjectively Mm-hmm. you do you have to put yourself in the place that they were at the time and um uh, that's why i think Jimi hendrix and and guys like that were that they, was the emo really, of their era well it, but they really were doing shit that was just fucking unheard of steve Vaughan, things like that like what the fuck are you guys doing you know well and it's time i'm so great and as time goes on i mean and they're you've done more and more i mean what what eventually there does come a point where you're like how do you do something new it's been done mm-hmm. so many times, so many ways, and it's even more prolific now with technology. Yeah, because anyone can get a key, you know, computer and record music. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get a laptop and record a, whole, a professional sounding album. Yeah, if you've got a good guitar and so drums. You, if you're doing it, you got to accept that you you're doing something somebody's probably done. You just got to do sure. it in a way that's real or honest enough or different enough to make it. Well, there's only so stand many stand out notes more than the other way. So many words, so. <laughs> It's got to be authentic because you're clearly going to repeat the same notes. In yeah, a similar it's just how you it's progression. Just how you say it, and that's why I think on this album, the way this guy is singing, the way he delivers some of the things he's saying is fucking super sporadic and weird, and I love that shit. Well, he don't give a fuck. No, guarantee zero, zero fucks. Zero, I don't think any of these guys give zero fucks. This is the music they make. It feels good, and we like this shit. Back to the. The opera ending you were talking about? What? <laughs> yeah, poor choice of words, but uh, <laughs> I was implying something. Concept. It's conceptual a, it, was, album. it was a conceptual album. I yeah. mean, that would be the way to describe. Uh-huh. I just wanted to throw you for a this loop. This is the conclusion of the conceptual album. Of the Those conceptual. Are big words, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, it just, it finished like you read a book, even though I didn't necessarily have any comprehensive knowledge of what I was reading. So it left me with the feeling of I opened the book, I started it, and I closed it, and it closed properly. Like, so you're giving I, yourself it, it gives you closure at the end of this book. Yeah, because there's albums that you you finish and you're like, huh, that yeah. that track. Yeah, that's the one you picked to in in this thing. Okay, okay you guys okay. like well, literally would you would you the, you tap the the keg was done. You, yeah, was it, party it was over. Feels like the middle of a sentence, and they're just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And this album in no way was that way. It oh. felt like uh, even though I was left reading a bunch of lyrics that I was like, I don't know that I have the slightest idea what you mean. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I feel what you're, I think you're feeling, but I don't know that I understand. Right. I guess that's, I don't have empathy to. for this album. Yeah, exactly. You're empathetic and empathy 
then invites curiosity and curiosity then invites listening more. And in doing that, you develop a love and appreciation for things around you. Yeah. So be empathetic, everybody. Yeah. Don't be a asshole. Don't be a dick. In headphones. A dick. <laughs> dick. <laughs> don't be a fucking dick, okay? Or, uh, don't be a cucumber. Um, yeah. I wanted to point out, though, before we finish up this one, mm-hmm. Broadcast Network, there was some Zach Wilde-esque guitar in there. there, there yeah, there's some squealing. There was some wow, wow, <laughs> dude. <laughs> That's not the exact <laughs> squeal I was looking for, but still good. Is that a harmonic? I, it might be. Is he just hitting a harmonic and holding it? Oh, sorry, I'm lost in this. <laughs> yeah, that shit doesn't bone you the fuck up. And hey, and is this let like live? This? Is that let live right there? <laughs> Is an old boy from Let Live? I just drew a total blank on his name. Yeah, I can't remember. What's your name, guy? Sorry. There was a couple moments where vo- vocally he was a little bit of lead singer from Let Live and Fever 333. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where he sounded like fucking 311 sound system album. Yeah, he gets Did you a little... Catch? Yeah. Um, not... Well, what's the fucking dude's name? Nick Hexum. He yeah. gets Nick, he- Nick Hexum. Nick Hexum-esque. Yeah. Yeah, he's all over the map. This is definitely anybody who likes this kind of music, faster, crazier, um, but still with a follow alongable beat, I guess yeah. you would say, or melody, or what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not for? like um, it's, like some music where it's like th- so thrashy, like thrash. Yeah, some this, thrash isn't, stuff, like, this isn't thrash like from the start to the end. And it, maybe on a couple songs, but the album is definitely worth a listen because if you like rock metal hardcore anything like that um you're gonna you're gonna dig it i definitely i um since i know we agreed we rate all the albums when we review them right we agreed we weren't gonna do we that agreed but we, we would, needed, what is it like 17 cucumbers how many i cucumbers? give it three and a half english cucumbers in the pee hole oh shit out of four out of four, out you of can four. get four English cucumbers in your people. That's the longest dick in the world, ladies this and gentlemen. This is three and a half English cucumbers. Shit. Yeah, end to end. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a long dog. You're not double stacking them. <laughs> Fuck no. Double stacking English cucumbers. Uh, I'll scratch that itch. Fuck. Scratch it. No, nah, it was a killer album. And honestly, uh, out of four episodes we've done so far, I got to give you credit. This is your favorite. This is a standout album. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Which is why I, so I repaid the favor. You did. And I gave you Bayside's self-titled album. From 2005. 2005, which I will admit, in hindsight, uh, that was uh, I was at a different place in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, m- much like season one, when I gave you In Excess. So I'm going to take a piss, and then we're going to review that okay, bad boy. Okay, so do that. You guys buckle up. And we're back. Yeah. Pat so, just took a long, relieving piss. It was good. Brought to you by Keystone Light. Only the toppest quality. <laughs> toppest? You know, before we get on this album, since you brought up the toppest quality beers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have a photo album that uh, Billy was giving us a gift. Some old photos from 15 plus years ago. Okay. I, had a, I went through a Killian stage, I found out. So did I. 
She, I was drinking Killian's, and Bill's like, remember when you had your Killian's stage? I was like, I George don't. Killian's Irish Reds. Yep, that's what they were, like Irish they Reds. They were good. Can you still get those? I have no, I haven't seen one in forever. I haven't seen one either. I think yeah, I'm like, gone. That this is how I know I drank a lot, is I don't even remember going through the face. Oh, wow. I've been drinking Keystone Light for so long yeah. now. I just uh, Killian's were good. Yeah. And you had your little low and brow. Yeah, and then they, business went under. Oh, they're done. Yeah, they were done back in fucking... Oh, I thought they just weren't getting it at the liquor store No, or before the cellar closed, the whole thing, they... That was some skunky, skunky beer. It was. I like that. I shit. shared a few of those. Remember when we smoked <laughs> cigarettes down there in the little spare yeah. room down there and drank low and brows? Low and brows, the skunkies. That one, those were Skunkier the-, the better back then. That was good shit. Yeah. It made your barf taste like shit, though. <laughs> I mean, barf never tastes good, but goddamn, skunky lowenbrow barf is the worst. It just makes me think, like, going back in the day, like, about the time this album came out, 2005. Yeah, 2005, uh-huh. When it was just normal to throw up. Mm-hmm. I was never a puker and then partier, though. Like, I was, like, no puking rally. I was just puking out. Yeah, puking out. I was a puking out guy. But, I mean, it was normal in the conversation to be like, where do you, oh, he puked, he's done. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Moving on. Now here we are, 40-ish. Like, I don't want to puke at all, and if I do, fuck me, bud. I had a little isolated incident. I mean, for years, that has not been an issue, obviously. You grow up. Right. But I don't know what the fuck we were doing. I woke up on the bathroom floor, 39 years old. <laughs> God's bathroom floor. On the bathroom doing floor. It. And I remember last thing I, I woke up, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were spinning in bed, and you went in here, and you said, all makes sense. I'm going to let this out. Yeah. And then I just thought, it's easier to sleep here. And sometimes that cold tile is the best place to be. Yeah. Good thing I never had kids. (laughs) I did. You did. Damn it. And hopefully you're not puking every night. No, I'm not. And it's nice. (laughs) It's good. So 2005. You also gave me a standout album. Uh, You're welcome. I'll accept the praise. You know, Bayside self-titled album, Bayside from 2005, is everything emo is i think i think like this album is like what the stupid hair looks like (laughs) it's what like it's is but it's stereotypical it is very stereotypical but i have to give it a listen because the you'd you'd be wrong to say that you don't know these songs. Like these songs were playing. It's the quintessential Bayside album yeah, too. Like this devotion is- and desire and, and blame it on bad luck. Like these things were like, these are songs that everybody knows and they know because this was the shit at the time. Um, <clears throat> but I've, it's just, uh, I was never a huge Bayside fan. Right. And I think a lot of it try as I may, I just don't like the guy's voice. I yeah, just don't so like the tone of his voice. Bayside is a standout. Uh, that his voice is a standout thing. Everything's yeah. in a minor key, I believe. Now, is that correct what it me is? if I'm wrong. Know. You know, the way he sings is his voice, and again, people correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I believe all their songs are written in a minor key. Huh? Which is is it to, not traditional? Is it to like work with his voice, or I think so because huh. the way he sings and the way the reason part of the reason his voice is so distinctive is because he. Uh, again, I hope I'm not wrong about this, but I could swear it's because of the minor key. And I don't, it, to me, it just sounds like he's stuffed up. You got the yeah, flu sure. and you're, it's like, you're not like, eh, it's not whiny, yeah. but it's just like, oh, like you're talking like, oh, like, I just don't know what it is, but I've never, I've never really dug it. But with it being like so big 
and everybody liking Bayside so much, I give it a shot. And I have to admit, like there there are little gems in this album, like one liners here and there, mm-hmm. and little like little guitar riffs that I dig. But um But as a this whole is, this is You wanted to murder this is me. A, this is a three foot pool for me. Like this thing don't get very deep at all. This is <laughs> fucking like this is right here, like we're just we can get through this no problem. Side to side. Um but um on a darker note, I think he's a serial killer. That's where so, I was gonna go right into. I'm glad you okay. I'm glad you kicked it yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Let me paint a picture for you. Okay, go for it. Uh I'd listen to both uh, obviously I've listened to this album a bunch because mm-hmm. almost all their hits are on this album. Right. Okay. And then I went back and listened to it the last two weeks after we picked. Uh-huh. I listened to Greyhaven a gazillion times okay. the last two weeks. Yeah. I like to recap when I'm not working or preoccup or you know, distracted. So yeah. the other night I jumped in my hot tub. Mm-hmm. It was snowing. Nice. I was drinking Keystone Light. Right. I'm by myself. It sounds like on a me. nice place to be. It was fantastic. Yeah. I'm a little buzzed sitting out there. Uh-huh. I finished Grey Haven for one last time. I read through every song and then I got to this and I was like, wow, this is this is silly. It's like somebody dumped a shovel of snow into your hot tub. Huh? <laughs> Just fucking shit right on your picnic blanket. Like, Yeah, you can't go damn. from Grey Haven to this. and then. But then I instantly <laughs> thought classics these songs hit a, a chord for me it's like i'm a 60s baby and i'm listening to uh the beatles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then i realized what you just said i never realized he's a fucking killer he, the the man is a goddamn serial killer but how did i miss this all like, these years and and i don't know like so this album made me go back and think like all right uh my ultimate take on i i do not like this album i don't like bayside <laughs> i don't like this album I don't, I, I just, so I happy. just don't fucking <laughs> like it. And I fucking, I've even told Amanda this cause she's a base. She likes Bayside. She likes some Bayside stuff, but like I tried and tried it. And then I, I just told her the other day, babe, I just, I, I think I figured it out. I just don't fucking like them. That's all there is to yeah. it. I just, I'm, I'm not a fan. And, uh, <clears throat> but I got thinking like it was so much of the time. What made this so big? And it's the, the re, reoccurring thing not only this like i'm gonna murder this person but the uh it's so theatrical like have you ever thought about how theatrical emo is in general uh yeah like it's just so and that's where the name comes it's emotional but it's (laughs) but it's fucking dramatic and it's like everything is like a mood it's a michael bay movie in every fucking goddamn emo album which is okay sometimes but jesus well then you got to figure all these these artists at the time were like 16 17 18 yeah were 19 max were the artists so i mean like the one song in here this is their second album right Uh, he's specifically says he's 22 at that point so i guess that defeats what i'm saying okay yeah pretty young yeah that that's and they age that was like blame it on blame it on bad luck or something like that isn't that that song Mm -hmm. Yeah, says I've hit rock bottom at 22 or something like that. So this is what's but, interesting. Okay, go okay. ahead. Finish your thought. Finish your thought, and then I'll, and then I'll follow. Um, no, I, I mean I think that that was. I mean, before we get into like lyrically what's going on, that that was just what would hit me repetitively is like, fuck, this is he's painting a picture again lyrically, musically. There are a couple riffs in this that get me, but it's pretty cut and dry emo music. Right, like, yeah. is, is there? Did I miss any like? 
um, crazy <clears throat> or really stand out. You're going to want to buckle up on. for this analysis. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're going to say no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honest to God, as I went back through it, I mean, I have to agree with what you're saying. It's it's nostalgic yeah. to the point where I absolutely love it. Yeah, it is nostalgic, and I I'll give it that. Like it's it it brings it definitely brings me back. Not because I ever I never listened to this full album before, um, but the this song these guys were on part on at parties and they were on at the fucking oh, coffee yeah. shop or they were on like wherever you went like Bayside was playing and they were like it, uh, also. One of those bands that had one of those fucking cult followings. Like there are Bayside fans that would fight you to the death <laughs> over Bayside um, for whatever reason. I also remember um, back in the day thinking like I should really give Bayside a listen because everybody seems to like it. I I want to like it because it was like I felt like there was something I was missing. Yeah. What's wrong with I, me that that I don't like it and everybody else does? Yeah. That's what it was like. And and maybe I it's like cilantro. Maybe you have a gene. <laughs> Where cilantro makes- <laughs> tastes like soap. Have you heard of that? We were just talking about no, that no. earlier. Me and, me and Billy. No, but There's a gene that really? can identify where you cannot... I think cilantro tastes like soap or something huh. weird like that. And they've identified the gene. So maybe you have an anti-Bayside gene. This, this is what we're scientifically studying in our world nowadays. <laughs> That's like, like, <laughs> shouldn't they have been focusing on cancer? Yeah, or like alternative forms of energy and things like that. Like, no, we're going to figure out why this tastes like soap sometimes. Yeah, yeah the world's a crazy fucking place. Yeah, it is, it is. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think there, there's a line in Hello Shitty, that first song that they paints it. When you realize you made a mistake, I'll be sure to kick you when you're down. Like, oh, God, you're a bitter motherfucker, huh? Well, he's so emo as fuck, dude. He's going to hang out and just, like, make sure you can feel that shit when you, you bop, kick you when you're down, you dumb bitch. Was it the same girl? I asked myself that same question. Like, I think almost or every... Or did he have that bad of luck? Almost, yeah, almost every one of these songs... Well, he did. Blame it on my bad luck. Almost every one of these songs, he talks about how a girl lied or she's a liar or somebody lied to him. Common denominator is him. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Maybe, but I mean, she was either a super baddie, right? Which I think she was, because on the last song, well, you know these guys are says, from Queens, uh, right? Okay, rough neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so on the last song, he says, um, "She's a breathtaker and a smile faker." Oh yeah. So she was. She was a piece of shit hottie, is what I got out of it. Like she. She looked real good. But, uh, dude, that voice, that's one, that's <laughs> my, my notes here say, dear tragedy. That's the last song it says, and again, fucking again, a girl <laughs> lied to him. Could have been the same one. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's got the head chop off lines. I'd grab your head by the hair and hack it off. Is he talking about the hair? I don't think so, no, because then he, he, he says, put, oh, yeah. I'll put it on display at the front yard on a stick that's decorated with a pink bow and a sign that says her friends and family should have taught her more about love. <laughs> God damn it. When you read it like that, it's th- way worse. <laughs> it's I way worse. I thought I knew something about like emo lyrics until I got into this. You're going to chop her head off, put it on a stick in the front yard with a pink bow. 
and said she should have learned more about love. She fucked you up, homie. You got it. What I Bad. appreciate about it is it sounds <laughs> so lovely when you, well, I mean, that's open to interpretation or how you feel about it, but it uh-huh. sounds like a soft, you know, nice yeah, song. Yeah, I think that has to do with his, his tone of yeah. voice too. Like he's got a very almost calming. If you weren't listening to the words, you would never in a million years think this guy just said he'd chop her head off and stick it on a, on on a stake. On a stake. Yeah, in the front yard. With a pink bow, because I mean, he's like beating, joking again, about do it. Do not go to Queens. Fuck Very man, rough neighborhood. Telling you, they are Jesus. chopping people's heads off. <laughs> do not go. There was there's one um, there's one song on Half a Life that's the second to last song. There's a lyric that says, "I hope you understand one day that a girl on your arm won't make you a man." And I thought that okay, this might be. So he's not talking about a girl here. Maybe he's talking he's about bitching about his friend. buddy that fucked yeah, him over. A homie that's maybe taking everybody else's girlfriends or a, a guy that's just like constantly has to have a girl, doesn't know who he is. He's just part of the following the media trend, having just always needs somebody, codependent motherfucker. <laughs> it doesn't make you a man to have a girl on your arm to make you look better. Um, so I kind of liked that one. That was a fucking. See, now that's probably of, my least favorite song. I mean, well, I don't know if I love the song, but it was a breath of fresh air lyrically because I was like, okay, you're not talking about this girl who <laughs> fucked you up. I like that. Um, and he's a, you know, spoonfuls of shit surely will add up. Yeah, I like that one. Like, that was a standout. So I feel the, like there's more than just the girl fucking him over here, but uh, a lot of the girl fucking. I have here. to agree, you know, after going back and listening to it start to finish, you know, mm-hmm. um, 17 years after it came out. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm 17 years older. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's a one track, you know, thing. It, 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 so don't call me peanut, right? You know, the Lewis's, my wife's cousins. Yes. This is a, again, where you're saying you go to a party, everybody loves it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lewis and specifically yeah. we. We uh, we see we have a lot of music in common, uh-huh. and these guys just sing this song. You know, if you're all fucked up at the at the house party, and I fucking love it, dude. You know, honest. Oh come on, everybody's hammered. You never could. It's it's definitely a. This is a, I'm a hammered with my friends song, but Kim Lewis is back there singing with us. Yeah. But it's a god awful fucking song. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what I like so is I that this, I can actually genuinely like this album for yeah, better or for worse, uh-huh. and that you can genuinely hate it. I can't, and I, I can't. can genuinely love that we it's, disagree yeah. I, and feel no hard feelings. Uh, I mean, I uh, I tried in numerous different settings over the last. So we we drove down to St. George, and then uh, Amanda and I went to like. Uh, we went into Vegas for a night and came back, right? So on our drive to Vegas, I'm fucking, I put this album on and we got to this song and I think I got like a minute in and I was just, I had to pause it. I was like, babe, <laughs> did he just write this guitar and then have these lyrics and just put them together and not think about if they matched each other? Is that what's going on? It's here? the most it's 05 <laughs> emo thing ever, dude. <laughs> it is. Do you ever just, go back and listen from first to last or like fucking scary kids, scaring kids? Like <laughs> yeah. it's really, it's trash. Yeah. I mean, it's a, uh, I mean, but I'm not a songwriter. So it's, it's, I'm just coming pure, purely from the listener standpoint. It, I don't know. And, I, and that's what, uh, that's where me not knowing made me think that I was missing something. Cause right. I was just like, 
man, maybe he's singing on like a timing or something that I don't know. And it's going with the, the music in a way that I just don't understand. You know, everybody, is. everybody liked Thursday too. Yeah. It's the same. You know thing. what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Same, Cause that's same an example thing. where I could get on your side yeah. where I was like, fuck what Thursday. Fuck is going Thursday on? is trash. Why does everybody <laughs> yeah. fucking like, why is Thursday the, uh-huh. I won't even call it post hardcore, but that's where it falls in. Yeah. And I don't, why are they the trophy? Again, like I try to, I'm trying to be like open-minded enough to like, I don't want to call this trash because this had a spot. This had a spot in time. Yeah. And it fuck it it did what it did. But from my side of the thing, I didn't like it then and I definitely don't I'm not gonna listen to it again now. But I did take a lot of notes. Um <laughs> and the, the that song <laughs> So Don't Call Me Peanut, the opening part, he's uh, he Talks about poisoning her drink. He, again, he's going to kill her. He's going to poison her drink. He's going to put something in her drink. Yeah, um, it's nice. And then he says, but when he confronts her about it, she basically slaps him in the face, says, fuck you. No, you're not. <laughs> and he puts his tail between his legs and walks away like he always does because he's a whiny little bitch. Little bitch uh, couldn't even poison his girlfriend. Even, you were going to poison her, and you didn't even do that. And she caught you and slapped you and fucking walked away. But uh, it says that she tells him that she loves him but she likes fucking the other guy. He may have your heart. I, wait, I may have your heart. He has your body. He has your body. Yeah. yeah. And then he talks about how he has to live every night knowing what you're doing at nighttime with him. And fucking God damn it. I get you it. You know you're an artist, We've right? Been there. Yeah. You're supposed to be more into this sad I mean, shit. I guess it's because I've, I've, I've felt that. Yeah. I've felt that. I've been there. I get it. But I hated myself for it. And I fucking got over it. And now every time I hear about it, I'm like, bro, <laughs> stop it. Just fucking move on. Like, and, and maybe I like to think that he listens to this album nowadays and was like, wow, I was a bit, a bit extra on that shit. Huh? That's an interesting <laughs> perspective because I would like to, to really know. Huh. Like here about you are. He thinks. Yeah. Cause that, yeah, as yeah. far as I know, they're still a band. Yeah. I mean, I think they had one that came out in 19. Or something so, like that. you know, there it. I mean, you're a 39 year old man. Yeah, I'm a 39 year old man. Yeah, go back to yeah, and 17 was, to 20 years ago, and the shit you did it it makes your skin crawl. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, I mean, I I wrote shit like this, like in my I want to be a poet, or when I was in that band for a little while right. and was writing shit, like, yeah, I wrote shit that was was like this, but the, um, it gets. <laughs> some, of, some of my notes just say sheesh <laughs> i like that you your notes consist very differently than mine mine are like a thing a word yours yeah. is like jesus Sheesh, fucking christ what in the hell the existing in a crisis if i had a gun and shot it at your face oh, would it. you promise not to get out of the way <laughs> like you want her to promise okay i promise you i won't get out okay i'll go ahead and shoot you then this is hysterical Fuck. to me. I fucking love that. I love that. That's the best damn line. Oh, man. It's uh Oh, my God. I'm going to start an emo band. Yeah. Just okay. to torture you. Oh, and I'm going to make you come to our show. But then you go to blame it on bad luck. And he says, I'll blame it on bad luck and shake responsibility, which means he's acknowledging the fact that he is responsible for what's going on. 
but he's yeah. blaming everything on bad luck. He knows it's his fault. That's, that's why this album's that's, so that's complex. This, album's, this is what this album's he, about. It's about knowing you're fucking up, knowing you need to like just move on or what, and you just can't do it. You just can't fucking do it. Maybe that's why I relate to it because of, you know, not to air my dirty laundry out on the <laughs> podcast here, but 2005, I was getting divorced. Um, if, if it was something, and things my, like that open a person up in what, like they, they open you into all, all sorts of this emotional fucking craziness, which I think is what makes emo a, a pretty, it was what made it so big yeah. at the time. But, uh, there's what it lacks in musical uh, ability and talent and greatness. I don't know if it it lacks that either. It's just uh, there's a time and place for it, and I just it wasn't there for me. Yeah, ever. Well, don't worry. Next week I got Paramore for you. <laughs> Sweet. So, so, you don't worry. And I quit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what about we'll the, we'll be okay? Did I, that one hit? I remember you saying when you told me this last time, this was your favorite song. Like, one of your favorite songs ever. I rock this song constantly. It's your shit. <laughs> it's, um... So... Yeah, it's really... See, sometimes his voice hits, and it's like, cool, I can deal... I can do, like, a song, and like it, it fits, it feels all right, yeah. but, like, too much is just too much for me. But, um... Don't ever listen to him live then. The God awful. <laughs> God awful. Yes, one of those terrible. Ones? Oh, okay. So terrible. what I got out of will be okay is kind of like a. So it's a what is that? Like a groupie. Is it symbiotic relationship or is it a? Yeah, like but basically, she's a groupie. She's getting credit. She wants credit. She wants to be recognized. She wants, she wants to be banging the lead singer yeah, and be and, cool. And he just wants to give a blowjob and bang every now and again. So they're both getting what they want. Um, a notch in your belt's not a watch. Uh, not oh, wait. A, a notch, notch in your belt is not a is not good for your health or something or is not. Shit, I just lost. Oh, it it's now. right here. Nope, I didn't. I didn't write the lyric down, but I know what you're talking about. But a notch in your belt's not a notch worn so well. It's expected of me and the lies that I tell. Yeah. So he's almost saying like me being a lying womanizing piece of shit is okay. Cause I'm a rock star and people yeah. accept me to do, or expect me to do that. You being a groupie sucks because yeah. you're a whore. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So, so cool. cool. At the time it was like, man, I got holes in my jeans. I'm going <laughs> to fuck the shit out of you and get all the credit. And you got, yeah, you got a lot of friends now, but no one knows your name. I fucking love so that. They're not really way. friends. I can see how, at the time in life, this was a, yeah, that, that is a, that, I that's got a lifestyle. sex tasted fame. Yeah. I've had sex. You tasted fame. Yeah. It's or I got sex and you tasted fame. Yeah. It's one of those lines that's not literal. Cause he leaves out the, you got fame. Like literally right. just says, I got sex tasted fame, mm -hmm. obviously implying him and then her. Mm -hmm. But no, I, I, I think that stands up as a 10 out of 10. This is a ten out of ten, a long, 10, out of 10. long things in your pee hole. Long. <laughs> <laughs> this whole album stands up. I'd go as far to say that this um, is almost twice as good as Greyhaven's album. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, let's see. So, 
What do I got? Let's see. Uh, the guitar on the beginning of Tortures of the Damned. I like that little guitar riff in the beginning. That one's cool. I like the way the lyrics start to flow, and it's different. I feel like it's different than the, the, some of the other, yeah, yeah. the other songs on that one. But <laughs> if I only had an axe, if I only had a mask, if I only had the, like again more there weapons, there is a recurring more fucking like I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna cut this off. And definitely, um, if someone had died in his life, he would probably be a suspect. <laughs> definitely, yeah. For I'm sure. on the I'm on the tracks with my back towards the last train leaving town. Is he waiting for the train to hit him? Yeah, he is. He's waiting. He's just like, all right, I'm just not even going to look at The train's leaving town. I'm going to run him over. Fuck it. It's done. Straight, straight up, this album is a smell. It is it's the a, smell of my childhood. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. I should say uh, my young adulthood. I mean, I was... <laughs> I mean, I hear these words and it just takes me right back and I just want to like cry in my room a little bit and think about how the relationship just didn't work out and maybe murder would have been a good option. Well, we'd all be lying if we didn't think about that at some point. Ryan, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you remember a time where you had a sign in your tattoo shop said, live life? I do. I do remember that. You did. I did. You did. Live. I was forced upon. Was it that. live life, love, or laugh? It was laugh. Live life. She gave laugh. it to me, and it was like three pictures. I remember it vividly. This was when uh, I was like, Ryan and oh, I first met. Good. I have to hang this up, don't I? Yeah, he was tattooing did. karma on my wrist. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we are both uh, the most emo bitches. Yeah, Ryan had that That's on his true. wall while he was tattooing the word karma yeah, on my wrist. I did. Man. Wow, we grew up. We grew out. Fuck, I didn't realize that was gone. <laughs> oh, and then that, yeah. That, fuck. And you also ta- tattooed the grass is greener on the other side of my whole it's true. It's true. Um, that's where it all started, bro. But there was a, there was a lyric that says, um, and I look so strong when the weight of the world don't take its toll. Yeah. Means he looks really good when... He's not feeling the fucking crushing anxiety of everything bearing down on him. He looks really good. Looks so strong. I actually really like that song just because that's actually another standout on this album for me. They look like strong hands. Because, you know, he talks about the other side of, you know, being in this emo band, this rock band, not a huge band by any means, you know, Mm -hmm. these aren't bands that are playing stadiums. Right. You know? And he's basically talking about what seems like such a cool lifestyle. He's in this band and he's touring. Is actually, it's incredibly simple. Yeah, a concept, but totally. I don't know. It's just a catchy one. This is just totally a band. I think this is a love or hate. It's just a love or hate. The the band itself. The band and the the band Everything. itself, and yeah. then obviously that encompasses the mm-hmm. album. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if if I had never heard this back then, and you played this to me today. I can honestly look you in the eyes and say, I don't know that I would like it. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's, I think that might be where I'm at because I never really gave whole Bayside album a listen. And And the one I did, I don't think was this. I think it was later on. Well, and as you're mentioning that, it makes me think, I don't know that I've listened to any of the other albums. I mean, any other Bayside albums? Yeah. There might be a couple tracks here and here, uh, here and there, but I don't know that I've uh, honestly really listened to the other albums. But like you said, this was the soundtrack of your divorce year and things like that. Yeah, just gotten out of separation, jail. Jail, separation, divorce, all that shit like this. It'll it'll grab you. Why why the fuck else do I want to listen to anything else? He's talking about killing every song. Hell every yeah. Every song, somebody's 
dying or or he's getting a blowjob in that one song and then this other one <laughs> if don't move out of the way because i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot you in the face don't move out of the way uh there's even a line that says i'm begging you to die painfully <laughs> like <laughs> i'm enjoying this way too much <laughs> i think i like uh almost like buried the fact that how how it was dark as a stretch but it's it's just that he's talking I about murdering these these kill. girlfriends like yeah or one girl i don't know what it is um could sing the whole album and i wasn't even realizing this guy was <laughs> hacking heads off he's just <laughs> hacking heads off and that's the thing you're singing those words but it's just like whoa when you read it just as reading it god damn there, there's one song in existing in a crisis or one lyric it says which wasn't so uh it it makes me question because uh, I agree that when you're in this this place, you you have these emotions, you have these feelings that make you fucking talk about killing or what. I'm gonna kill that bitch, cut her right, head off, right. all this shit. It's it's like this is like a juggalo emo album. Right here. Like <laughs> he just wants to kill everything and fuck saying this shit. But um, there's a part where it says sometimes content leads to stagnance and stagnant leads to contempt. So content, which means being comfortable happy, and staying happy, yeah. and happy, leads to stagnance, which means still water or not moving. And the stagnance then leads to contempt, which is a deep hatred towards things. Right. So, and contempt then leads to the present, is what the lyric says. So, leads to contempt. So he's like super. So in the moment, he's feeling contempt for this woman, but that was because it's the ultimate. He was happening there for happening for a minute, then got comfortable, and they don't like being comfortable. Then he's resenting her for that, and then he deeply hates her for that. And now he's gonna fucking kill her but if you take <laughs> if you take the idea of like her right out of it you take the idea of like the love the the that relationship out of it the romantic relationship out of that idea i think that idea can be applied to life in general so many people get to that point in everything whether it's your job or anything like that like you're trying to get to a point where you're content and happy where you're at so you get that and then you realize like well this yeah i'm bored <laughs> and then once you're bored you're stagnant once you're stagnant you're mad at yourself because you're bored because you're not doing anything but you don't want to like we said before back with gray haven like um that part you're, you're drying out your mouth but we got great dental right you're in a spot that was good and you're content and you should be happy, but you're not. And why are you not happy? Are you not happy because you're not doing what you want? Or are you not happy because you, you don't feel like you're fulfilling your life's purpose? And that's where that line matched the other albums. That's the same idea, I think, but okay. probably on a different level. Cause I do think he's talking about his relationship in this song <laughs> where yeah, otherwise I mean, I, you could I, think, think about it in like your whole life. I think but, it's pretty literal for, for him. Yeah. Clearly there's yeah, not yeah. a lot of hidden. Yeah. There's, there's, it's pretty in your face. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I've taken baths deeper than this album. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And and if you're noticing but, a trend in the podcast at this point is that uh, I like to take the the, the road more traveled, <laughs> and uh, Ryan likes to read between the lines. Mm-hmm. And I don't. Uh, no, he's reading the lines. Reading the lines at but, right uh, now, but. I don't know. I mean, I think There's, that's a, it's just a it's a quintessential codependent, yeah, young uh, adult relationship. Yeah, which you, which is pretty pretty main or mainline or whatever. Like everybody has those when you're first getting into like yeah. a serious relationship or something. Some people take it so far, you know, you end up getting married, having kids, or whatever, and then it gets deeper. But if you if you're lucky enough to get out of those unhealthy relationships early, I think this every lyric in this is like ringing true sometime. Oh yeah. The judge told me uh, (laughs) that I was in a toxic relationship and that, uh, the, uh, protection order would stand. So (laughs) sorry, Mr. Hoyt, the protection order stands and you need to stay the fuck away from her. (laughs) And I cried myself off that witness stand. I listened to Bayside in my Toyota Tercel all the way. Hell yeah. No one could tell me otherwise. (laughs) This is what I'm listening to. It reminds me of like, you know, like the classic taking backs, Sunday lyrics and that Hawthorne Heights lyric. What is it like? Pull the ink from my wrists and write your name in the sky or yes. some shit like that. And there's uh, going to be more of these albums coming, Ryan, because oh I have to it. torture you. <laughs> Little did you know a couple months ago when you said, Hey, what do you think about a music review podcast? <laughs> you were like everything from 2001 to 2006 <laughs> is my jam. You're sh- getting it all. I shall torture him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, um, it, it my musical taste has, has changed a lot since these days. They're classics because they're classics. Yeah. They'll always resonate. But what I listen to now, certainly I wouldn't say I listen to as heavy a stuff as you, but I listen to a lot heavier stuff now that's a little more thought-provoking. Yeah. When I say, when I think of heavy, I don't necessarily mean like faster or harder or more into the quote-unquote metal genre, but I mean like just a more thought-provoking thing. You right, um, and that just comes with age. So, little did you know when you, you were could, this age, you it would get hard. You'd be more confused as you got older. You're like, I need to listen to some heavier shit because um, now that I'm forty, I understand the world less. Yeah, and, and I, it's I need weird how that works. Yeah, it's like getting tattooed or anything else. Like the more I know, the less I know. Like, yeah, this album, he had the world figured out. All oh, he needed to do, 100%. that relationship just needed to work out, and he was fucking great. I was 23, and I was like, why yeah. do I have to keep living? I've got it knocked out of the park now. Right. Like, what more could there be? Oh, don't worry. In about 20 years, um, you're going to figure out that it sucks, and you don't know what you're doing. You're going to figure out that the more, exact, like I said, the more you know, every time you learn something else, you, you know less in the world. Here you go. Here's a house, financial uh, independence, um, a person to live with that loves and cares about you. And uh, you're going to wake up every morning uh, (laughs) wondering why the fuck you're still alive and what it all means. (laughs) You're going to have it and not have it. It's like getting tattooed. Every time I get tattooed, I see more space. That's not tattooed. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Like I'm filling space and I end up with more space. How the fuck does that work? Anyway, it it's cause life is a, it's cause you want what you can't have y'all. Yeah. That's what it is. You got to find, you have a choice, so that's what's the interesting. I found myself at that crossroad where you're, where you're literally like, well, I have a choice to either go. You're at the fork in the road. It's the, it's going to be a tough road moving forward, or you can be an asshole, cynical, give up, and be miserable fuck, mm-hmm. or you can, but, but have really good dental. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Have really good dental over here, or you, you can, can you can do it. You could fight the fight. You can accept that they're both uphill. Yeah, take the scenic route, or you can go straight to hell. Yeah, 
uphill on a train on a train or use a bike with your back to the train <laughs> yeah, oh <God>. leaving town <laughs> here we go yeah it's uh, fucking good but i mean I'm, I'm not saying that i didn't go through this phase because i think we all went through this phase for sure but this this album and this band not so much for me now if you would you had told me like a static lullaby their first album i would have fucking i would have been all over that jam well i'll just go down that road just to check it out yeah because maybe, maybe you can do that that's one a next band week. i guarantee i've heard several songs from because i know the name yeah but couldn't I tell mean, you without if, hearing it if you want to if you want an album from me from this time period that's like emo that i fucking jammed that that would be it the first one the, the album's called dot 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 and don't forget to breathe huh <laughs> What a weird time to be. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It really was. Uh, but anyway, I think I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, on, I think on uh, Bayside, Bayside. As and, long as uh, you could talk, you know, you could talk for five hours on this album. But you know, you could. <laughs> did I miss anything that you wanted to? to no, actually, you you honestly did a really good job of pretty much hitting my notes like line for line. I, the only other thing was uh, the first track. Um, the the guitar riff instantly took me to MXPX. Yeah, very much. Yeah. I, I, and uh, that might be a stretch, but uh, slowly Which going the one? way, oh, slowly going one? the way of the Buffalo. That is your jam. Every time you think about MXPS, that's the album. That's the only album I had. You didn't do like Chick Magnet, the mm-hmm. one before that. No, no. And, and it was one of those albums. Not only the only one I had from them, it was uh, in constant rotation in yeah. my Color Sierra. Ah, uh, nice. Yes, with a three disc changer or some shit. Oh, I couldn't afford a three disc changer. No. Nope, it just no, never I, came out. I had like the. <laughs> <laughs> just gen- the cheapest spinning. Jensen you could get at Kmart. I don't even think we had a Walmart at that point. <laughs> so hell yeah, you know things got better once I got my Camaro. Fuck, yeah. I never had a Camaro. Eighty nine nice. Camaro RS had two Jensen twelve inch subwoofers. You told me about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Shit, is thumper nice. in the back. But yeah, yeah I mean nice. that was I think the only note I had in here it was just weird that I liked I like hearing other specific sounds from that just instantly make me think of a either a lead singer's voice or that guitar from that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could do that with every band, obviously. Yeah. I just like it. It's nice you. to have the nostalgic ones though. So anybody, anybody listening who was around at that time, you know, if you're old enough to be listening and, and have gone through the Bayside years, revisit that and, and, and see if you're on Pat's side or my side. <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious. I want to hear. Hopefully, some people will actually go on like Facebook and like actually drop fucking a line, light Instagram, me up or fucking like come yeah. over and hold hands with me. So I yeah, I mean, just as listeners, I'm sure if you're a musician, you've got a lot different opinions about these albums. But somebody um, and, and I care. I care about them. But uh, and we're actually uh, we're, we'll, we we won't do it right off the bat. But if you got some albums you want reviewed, yeah, send it with a money order made out to. <laughs> Ryan and Patrick <laughs> made out to A I H Ogden. Yeah, yeah. So, and I would assume you found us from Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But yeah. if you haven't, go to or A A I H Assholes and Headphones Ogden on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Give us a follow. We'll, we'll. I don't know what we're gonna post on there. We'll have some cool artwork about what we're doing and maybe some cucumber some pics. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we should, we need to put the cap on English. there too. The Kappa. We could put a picture of the Kappa. We can. Guy on there. Yeah. So. I have a couple of paintings of a Kappa. Maybe I'll just put one that I drew on there. Boom. Got it. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it, yo. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. 
yeah give these two albums a listen and uh enjoy it or hate it and remember it's just a couple opinions from a couple assholes and headphones peace <laughs>